Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit LeiaHealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. It has been called the biggest election year in history in 2024. More than 60 countries um, representing half of the world population, some 4 billion people, will hold elections. So where will we all be? This time next year, and what could the implications be for changes in some of the biggest and most powerful nations in the world, or even in smaller but maybe very strategic nations? It's complicated. It is complicated. And here now to explain some of the possible outcomes and what they might mean for the world is Gabia Gadevich-Kaitja, political reporter with the Irish Independent. You are very welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm very well. It's great. I'm 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 loving all of this because you have you have all the knowledge. You're going to explain it all to us. What is happening? How it's happening? How it's going to affect us? No pressure. Okay. So obviously Ireland is going to have a huge year in terms of elections. Just to say that first and foremost, yes. we're going to have the locals, the Europeans, um, mayoral elections for the first time. But we're going to have a look at the global picture here. Um, so around four billion people, which is half the adult population of the globe, will have the chance to vote this year, which is far more than ever before. If you look at it globally, um, I think at least 64 countries plus the EU, which is about 49% of people in the world, are meant to hold national elections. And those, of course, are going to have consequences for the years to come. So if you don't mind, Jen, will we start with the US? Can we? Because we're obviously talking about it day in and day out here. We hear it on the news bulletins. Just last night, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis uh, pulled out of the race. He was hoping to get the Republican backing. Of course, he's up against Donald Trump and Nikki Haley, who's the only one left now. Um, he pulled out of the race. He backed Trump. He was seen as sort of the only candidate that could actually could get the nod ahead of Trump. Um, but now the way seems to be kind of cleared. Nikki Haley, could she be in with a chance? She's a four former US ambassador to the UN. She's a little bit milder than Donald Trump, I think, to put it politely. Um, But the primaries are going to take place tomorrow in New Hampshire and they're going to choose their Republican candidate. It's all going to kind of come to a head. I was looking at a CNN poll last night, interestingly, Mm. and Republican voters don't really know what they're doing. Um, Just the ones in New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. One in five have said they haven't locked in their overall choice. They back Hallie. Uh, for now, okay, fifty-one percent support her, twenty-eight percent support Trump, fourteen percent for DeSantis. But look, it all could change in time. And are we going to see Biden versus Trump in November? I think that's generally the expectation. Yes, Biden putting out videos saying, you know, I'm looking forward to taking on Trump and winning again. So we have to see how it pans out in the next couple of weeks. But these primaries and caucuses, they are exciting when they choose their candidates because it is literally just Republican versus Democrat. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So that's America. Last week, Taiwan went to the polls. Why was that an interesting one? Okay. So, of course, we had the Chinese Premier who came to Ireland here last week on his big jumbo jet, uh, the largest commercial air, uh, airplane the Dublin airport has ever seen. Is that who was in there? <laughs> Okay. Yes, massive big old plane. <laughs> yeah. Actually bigger than the Air Force One, which of course carries the United President, the President of the United States. But Taiwan is an interesting one because, of course, whoever becomes the next president is going to fundamentally shape uh, Beijing's approach to the self-governed island who's always facing invasion from China. Um, they held their elections last week and the president-elect Lai Xingti is vowed to defend the self-ruled island from, quote, intimidation from China. 
um, because voters have denied warnings now from Beijing and swept into election victory. So China uh, claims that Taiwan, um, which is separated from the mainland by 180 kilometers, yeah. approx, they're saying it's a part of China, refuses to rule out using force to bring about, quote, unification. So it's, it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks there to see how China responds to the president-elect, how he goes on to take power and, and how all that plans out. Because, of course, it could mean, you know, danger for people who live in Taiwan, unfortunately. Yes. OK. Uh, lots of African countries are also going to the polls. Why are countries like US, China and Russia very interested in, in those outcomes? So I suppose when you look at those big global leaders, um, you know, we know what their own positions are on things like countries that have broken away from countries that used to be a part of and now have declared independence but it all impacts them uh, in their own way so for example I was in Kosovo last week this is a bit of an aside mm-hmm. uh, not last week before but Kosovo used to be a part of Serbia and now it's not anymore and Russia kind of says you know Kosovo is you know the, the, the referendum that declared Kosovo independent is not really legitimate and so on so that's it, it kind of has an impact by de facto because whatever happens in those other countries um you know that's the inf- and i suppose whatever ties they might have with the countries that the smaller countries used to be a part of with those leaders that's the way that it impacts those those global leaders if mm-hmm. if, if that makes sense so for example russia are also going to have their own presidential elections they're going to be in march so vladimir putin has been president now since 2011 before that they used to have a rule that you couldn't do more than two six year terms putin has changed those rules and actually now he could f- actually embark on a further two terms. So we see him, I think, as the ultimate sort of dictator, uh, not very much, not a lot of democracy at play, you know, in Russia. I'm sure they'll tell us differently. But actually, I think it would be interesting to see, you know, of course, he'll have a, a huge victory in March. But if he does win, if they do reveal the breakdown in the vote and how many people actually do support him, if they're truthful about it, um, we might get some sort of an insight as to how the Russian people actually feel about Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Speaking of Ukraine, they're also supposed to have their own elections. Of course, it is a wartime scenario over there. So whether or not that actually takes place or not, we've yet to see. But that's supposedly in the books for now. Okay. Let's talk about uh, India with its growing global influence and a population of an incredible 1.42 billion people. Uh, it's going to the polls April or May. Will we see much of a change there? Yes. So both Pakistan and India, they're heading into contentious elections um, and the winners could help actually reshape international relations. International relations. Um, so yes, as you're saying, they're holding their elections in April and May um, and the incumbent Prime Minister Janata Party, they're expected to hold on to the majority and actually if not gain seats, but they're facing a lot of criticism from the opposition parties, which I suppose is not unusual. But the claims that are being made by the opposition party is, are, you know, are quite grand. They've accused the prime minister of undermining the country's democratic institutions, you know, jailing and intimidating journalists and using state investigative agencies to target political opponents. Really, really worrying um, you know, if 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 they're found to be true, if the evidence is there for us, really worrying claims. And again, for democracy, I think if we were to make one point about all the elections that are happening at global scale, is you know, can a democracy emerge better out of all of this? We're seeing the rise of those increasingly autocratic but also um, right-wing leaders across the globe. If we have Donald Trump, for example, come back uh, to you know to, to the White House in November. 
you know, it, it kind of spells danger. If you look at Hungary, you have Viktor Orban, um, you have Lukashenko in Belarus, um, you know, all these leaders that are increasingly sort of with their own more autocratic views, they're they're becoming, you know, less and less opposed. If you criticize them, you can get yourself into a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. And that does spell um worries for democracy on a global scale. Okay. Let's talk about the UK because they're going to the polls and I just want to ask you, does it look like the Conservatives might finally be on the way out? How's it looking over there? Yes, so the Rishi Sunak has promised uh, to call an election at some stage this year. Now he is in battle. I mean, I'm starting to lose track even how many... Prime Ministers we've had. Mm-hmm. We've had, of course, him. We've had Liz Truss. We've had Boris Johnson um, since the last election. The UK is really struggling with the cost of living crisis. I know that here in Ireland, we've maybe moved away from that narrative a little bit because we've seen energy prices coming down and maybe it's getting a little bit easier in terms of costs for people. But the Tories are really coming under a lot of flack for this still across the sea. You know, they've been in power for nearly 14 years. The polls are saying Labour will finally come out on top um, in the next election. So I think for Rishi... To draw the parallel, no, we're talk- not talking about Ireland, but there is a bit of a parallel. You know, same with Fine Gael, who've been in power for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Rishi's going to have that same challenge as Leo Varadkar. When do I actually call time and go to the country? Because this could mean doom and gloom, or it could be a great day out for us. Lastly, why will AI be something that will be closely looked at? So every single time there's an election, there's always, you know, bad actors who are out there to sabotage, who are out there for their own personal gain. That could be your political opponent. It could be somebody from overseas who's trying to interfere in the election. But we've seen these advancements now in AI. If you look, for example, at deepfakes, it is so easy to create a very, very believable deepfake now, circulate on social media. Mm -hmm. And the person actually never said any of those things. They never sat there. They never recorded the video. But that information spreads like wildfire. And of course, we call it misinformation or disinformation. Um, And social media companies, as, as, as we see X now has, you know, gone down the rabbit hole a little bit in terms of monitoring what's true and what's not. We have community notes, which can be helpful, but, you know, it's the speed of how these things happen. I really worry that AI could have, um, you know, through deep fakes, through the spread of misinformation, um, you know, the generating of algorithms, how social media companies use those to target certain demographics of people. Mm-hmm. We saw it even in the 2016 um election when we had Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, you know, how much fear mongering there was of telling people if the Democrats get in, all these awful things will happen. If Donald Trump gets in, the world is going to more or less end. And that scares voters, um, maybe into doing their own research. Are people not a bit wiser to that now? Well, I mean, are they? Maybe the, not the Americans, you know. No, I, I don't think you should take people for granted. But, you know, in fairness, like some people might see something online and they might say, oh, my God. And are they going to go off and research it and look into whether or not it's actually true? Like they probably probably, probably aren't. And by the time the community note comes up or by the time the post is taken up, it's way too late and the horse is bolted. So it's something that social media companies have to be actively battling with Every single time there's a campaign, of course, we have our own electoral commission here in Ireland. It's an issue for them. One of the housing ministers expressed his own concerns. But I think as our world evolves and as technologies evolve, like AI is just the tip of the iceberg. It could get, you know, much, much deeper and much scarier. And of course, the last thing that you want is people going to that, picking up the ballot sheet and ticking that person's name 
for reasons in their own head that actually are completely misinformed. Um, they can make whatever choice they like, of course, but if those if the reasons that they're making the choice on are you know totally false, then that's a serious issue for democracy. That's a problem. For so sure. check the register and get informed. For sure. And I think you can't, like it's very difficult to fact check everything that you see online, but I think take it all with a pinch of salt. And if you do choose, if you see something, if it's not in a, of course, I work for the Irish Independent, I'm going to say a reputable news agency. Um, just because it's on Facebook doesn't mean that it's necessarily true. Check sites like RT or the Indo to see, um, you know, have journalists done the legwork and backed it up. That sounds like I'm with the mainstream well, media you definitely, now. And well, I guess I am. You, you've <laughs> definitely done the legwork on your item today. Thank you so much. Gabby uh, political reporter with the Irish Independent. I think we've said that a few times now. Excellent. <laughs> Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit leahhealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare. Looking after you always.